There's an old saying that many of us, I believe, are familiar with, and that is when you're at your office, someone walks in and says, do you have five minutes? It tends to be 15 minutes. If they come in and say 15 minutes, it tends to be 30, and so on, exponentially. Following the same corollary, in the program, it, I was informed I only have 15 minutes. <laughs> I apologize not to follow that corollary, of course. We will keep with 15 minutes, if not less. Longing for light, we wait in darkness. Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see. Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light, shine in your church gathered today. You must have had a peek at my talk. I, <laughs> I am so grateful to be here. I'm honored and privileged, of course, but I certainly would be remiss without, of course, first acknowledging my, my mother and my brother, Dan, and they are around here somewhere. There they are, over there, my mother in the blue, of course, my, my brother's in the tie. <laughs> I know I may be breaking American custom here since today's only Saturday, but still, Mom, happy Mother's Day. Nice. And to all of you moms out there, happy Mother's Day, and God bless you for all that you do. This is the day the Lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is Psalm 118, and this is the very antiphon that those of us who pray the Liturgy of the Hours, the office, each day, we prayed during that Easter week, that eight-day day, and reminding us of what defines our Christian attitude. One of the reasons all of us are here in this university today is intellectual curiosity. We want to know how, where, why. Why are we here? <laughs> where actually is here? Or how is it that I actually I am here? Yes, valid metaphysical questions, questions would pique our curiosity to know and to believe. But it also comes down to attitude as we serve the truth. Not to bore you with my autobiography or curriculum vitae in my service as a priest to the church, but I was blessed with the opportunity 
or have been blessed with the opportunity to serve as a pastor in two parishes, albeit briefly, as well as the rector of a seminary. But when I came into those assignments, I didn't come in saying, how can I be a problem solver? It began with, how do I serve you? Those of us in administration know the problems will appear themselves. <laughs> if they don't, you're not looking. But moreover, our service to Jesus Christ isn't as if we're some, repairing some sort of computer program. We serve people made in God's image and likeness, brothers and sisters who love the Lord so dearly. Sometimes they may not necessarily understand the depth of that love. In 2012, I was the rector of the seminary until May 4th in Detroit. On May 5th, I became pastor of St. Andrew Parish in Rochester, Michigan. On June 26th, I received a phone call from the Apostolic Nuncio, which is the church version or fancy way of saying the Pope's ambassador to the United States. He does more than that, of course. And then on July 3rd, I was announced publicly as the fifth bishop of Steubenville, and then, by the grace of God, I had the opportunity to be ordained and installed here in the Finnegan Field House as your bishop. I was the rector of the seminary at the beginning of the year, pastor of the parish halfway through the year, and I became the Bishop of Steubenville at the end. Three jobs in one year, that is not good on a resume at all. <laughs> Still, that is where the Lord invites us. For our graduates, I would just say, boys and girls, don't try this at home. <laughs> and yet I'm so grateful to be here with you. I'm grateful for the, certainly the compliments that Father Sheridan shared with me, and it's, it is good for us to be here today. And how grateful also to have Father Terry Henry here, our board members, members of administration, and shall I forget our provincial Father Richard Davis. We all have a vested interest, but in the end, what type of attitude do we come in with? When I arrived here on September 5th, five days before I was to be ordained your bishop, first impressions aren't everything, but they are something that cannot be replicated. I wanted to make sure people knew how enthusiastic I was to be here, to be your bishop and to be your brother. What type of attitude? The attitude of Jesus Christ. That's what he instills in us. In the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 20, we hear the familiar words from Jesus as he greets his disciples, peace be with you. 
When he had said this, according to the evangelist, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. Of course, many of us are familiar that later in the passage, Doubting Thomas will receive his name. May that be a lesson to us as well. In this gospel, Jesus' poignant words are crystal clear. They both offer a comfort and a challenge. I believe all of us here are acutely aware of the challenges our world provides in the matters of evangelization. We do Jesus' work in a world desirous of a faith grounded both in hope and love. But we also are aware this world provides ferocious opposition or timidity of faith, even apathy, to the bearer of good news. If you don't believe that, remember, our hero was crucified. We also know that was not the end of the story. He rose from the dead for our salvation. Furthermore, as we learn in the Acts of the Apostles, and the Epistles, the Pauline letters, our Lord Jesus invited St. Paul of Tarsus to evangelize a people lacking spiritual direction. We are encouraged on, though, by our brothers and sisters to bear witness to the living God, your mandate from your charge from me today, my dear graduates. Jesus calls his disciples by name. This day, my dear graduates, your names contained with the very, within the various programs, the commencement program perhaps, certainly your graduation certificates, resulting from your perseverance at Franciscan University is fitting testimony to God choosing you to share the good news with open hearts. Share the gospel of truth lovingly and respectfully. In his visit to the United States, specifically to the Catholic educators in Washington during his United States visit, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI stated succinctly that education is integral to the mission of the church to proclaim the good news. The Holy Father is speaking about you and me. With the gift of the knowledge of truth comes the mandate to share that very same knowledge. Later in his speech, Pope Benedict underlined the integrity of a Catholic institution. He said, a school's Catholic identity is not simply a question of number of students. No offense intended, of course. And that was my addition, not Pope Benedict. <laughs> 
The identity is not dependent on statistics. Neither can it be equated simply with the orthodoxy of content. It demands and inspires more. Namely, that each and every aspect of learning, of a learning community, reverberates within the ecclesial life of faith. In other words, you and I do not keep our faith under a bushel basket. Franciscan University cannot keep the truth upon a hill. We must get out to the people of God. And so again, I ask, dear graduates, what is your attitude? How do you approach that which you receive this day? And what are you going to do about it as you leave? Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, what you bring away from the Bible depends to some extent on what you carry into it. These words most certainly apply to your pursuit of studies here and the degrees with which you depart this celebration today. This also applies to what you bring from Franciscan University to the people of God. This morning, we depart from the academic year as fellow graduates. I'm grateful to have a cardinal in my graduation class as well. But we also come away with more. To again refer to St. Paul, you and I are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And so let's revisit those questions again. Why are we here? Where actually is here? Or how is it actually I am here? Perhaps the most important questions are, whom do we serve? With what attitude do we serve? How are you and I contagious with Christian joy and hope. We should be aware constantly that to teach, to lead, to serve is nothing more than an act of love. In the words of St. Teresa of Avila, God does not want our deeds. He wants the love that prompts them. Many the gifts, many the people, many the hearts that yearn to belong. Let us be servants to one another, making your kingdom come. Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine through the darkness. Christ be our light. Shine in your church, gather today. My dear graduates, Godspeed in your service. <laughs>